Hey, hey, welcome to the Swine Time Podcast. Uh, we are currently in New Mexico, driving down the road. I'm with my friend Nick Novicki. That's Nick Novicki. Look him up, Facebook, Instagram, N-I-C-N-O-V-I-C-K-I. We are, uh, we are uh, 100 miles into New Mexico. Uh, we've been driving... Uh, it kind of feels like 200 miles into New Mexico because it all looks the same. It does, but there's some beautiful mountains and stuff. It's nice, but it's all nice. Yeah, it's, it looks the same. It does, but it. Uh, I, I like it, man. I, I like these wide open spaces here where we are. It's nice. We were, we were just talking about this before the podcast started. So we've been driving. Yesterday we drove seven hours, stopped at comedy. Uh, then we went and drove a little further, stopped and slept. But in a sense, it kind of feels like we're a couple of circus performers. We're out there on the road. You know, I'm not driving because I don't have my pedal extensions. I'm a little person, if you don't know. Uh, so Brian's got to do all the heavy lifting with the driving. I'm sitting here working, emailing, doing conference calls like I'm in my business office, which is Brian's Prius. Yeah. It's, Nick's been super productive, man. It is. <laughs> it's been making me feel bad about myself because the only phone calls I ever get during the day are, are telemarketers. <laughs> and uh, Nick is sitting here doing 10, 10 business calls an hour. It's amazing. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, yeah, we had a gig last night. And, uh, well, we stopped in uh, Phoenix. And uh, and uh, our f- friend Jill Kimmel put us up at uh, a, sp- a spot. Nick got us a gig at this uh, taco place. Yeah, Dos Gringos. It's been going on. She's been doing this show forever. Those of you that don't know Jill Kimmel, check her out. She's a great comic. Uh uh, she, uh, we've done a couple tours with the troops together, uh, so we went all over the world together. Uh, she comes from comedy royalty. Her brother is Jimmy Kimmel, uh, but uh, she herself is a great comic and a fun person. So it was really good to kind of hang out and get a chance to uh, see what 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 her world's like in the comedy world in Phoenix because I've been hearing about it for a long time. Uh, she also got into a fight. Uh, she got beat up. Or no, I, I don't know. I don't know. I get beat up. up. I, I shouldn't say that. It was yeah. a fight, uh, and it happened. Up. It happened at a comedy club, and that's always a fear. Comics are always nervous that we're gonna, if we say the wrong thing or we go too far. What's the ramifications? Are we gonna get in trouble? Are we not gonna get booked? The big fear is: Are we gonna get beat up if you're a dude? But it happened. Yeah. It went down girl to girl. And that's one thing too is that um, you know with the alcohol that they serve at the comedy clubs and. You know, just the, the the wild amount of people that that you're in front of. That is kind of something that, and I guess this club didn't have the proper security. You need these big ass six four dudes sitting there fucking taming people down. I think every comedy club should have somebody walking around saying, "Hey, don't interrupt the comic. We can't let that you know shit happen." So, um, so yeah. yeah, you know, it's it was crazy to see. We saw video footage of it. We saw multiple angles of the fight. Uh, we heard firsthand accounts from it. Uh, it was really awesome, kind of, just to see her. Not only that, but to stop in and get to do a little time on our way. This is a 15-hour drive, um, 900 something miles to where this gig is. And it should be pointed out that you know I'm always saying swine time, and Nick is always telling me swine time because I, I'm a, I'm the type of person who I, I sometimes run late on things. Sometimes. Okay. Well. Sometimes. If I tell Brian we need him here at uh, 2, I tell him, look, we need you there at 10. Yeah. Because we know 
We know how he gets. Swine's all of a sudden looking at a girl. Oh, hey. What's up? How's it going? And he's running out. He's handing out a flyer. He's trying to get a number. And, you know, next thing you know, he's also, you know, researching something. He's reading an encyclopedia. No one knows what he's doing. But he shows up late. So, you know, it's all part of the swine time. We know him. We love him. But it comes with the turf. Yeah, so, so you know, I started off, I, we said we would leave yesterday at 10 a.m., and we did. We left at 2 p.m., and literally, we were, time got in front of us, and we were afraid we weren't going to make the show, and literally, if we were one minute more late, the last comic before us had already gone on, we would have not gotten to perform last night, and, uh, and we made it just in time, and, uh, that's what we call swine time, and, uh, and it's a good thing we made it too because we got fed and uh, we got paid in free tacos. So those were good too. They were nice tacos. Swine, of course, you know, you, you know, this was like kind of like a fun laid back show. Everyone's supposed to do like five minutes. Swine's up there doing about a half hour. He's wearing a suit. You know, people are like, what are you doing? Everyone's in t-shirts doing three minutes. This guy's doing an HBO special. He's sweating. He's got cameras out there. No one knows what he's doing. So afterwards, you know, it's like a two for one tacos. They're a dollar. I go over here. I see Swine. He's eating what looks like a, a part of a buffalo. It's not on the menu. He's got his own kind of crazy tacos. He's eating. So even though it came free, we'll see if we come back, if we're welcome back into the Dos Gringos. Swine has just ru ruined it for us with eating these giant tacos. But uh, no, it, it was awesome. We got a chance to really kind of hang out. I haven't spent much time in Arizona. Yeah, I, you know, it's, I, I like Arizona. It's got that weird feel to it, man, because it's, it's kind of Wild West. The people there, I, I like because it's kind of like country, but it's kind of... Um, you know, they got the city there, too. I, 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 I don't know. It's got this weird vibe that I kind of dig, man. Um, so, uh, yeah, I like that. Now, I did do... Nick saying I did an HBO special. I did a 15-minute spot. Everybody else was doing five. But, I mean, I got to get prepared, you know. And uh, I did get one Instagram follower from the show. Boy, did he, did, he stretch, did he stretch out that material? I'll tell you what. The, the cook quit in between the set. <laughs> <laughs> Close the place down, man. So, there was a retirement ceremony that happened while he was on stage. <laughs> okay, so I was up here for a while, but when you drive 15 hours, well, that wasn't 15 hours, when you drive six or seven hours, man. I could tell Brian was really starting to feel it because he was just starting to pace back and forth like he was in his living room. <laughs> yeah, I was, I have fun, man. I mean, you know, I like doing the long set. Well, she didn't give me the light, so I kept going, you know? You know, that's the thing, you know, you take advantage of these nice desert people, and the uh -huh. next thing you know. Come on, man. Okay. <laughs> so, so then we do our gig, man, and then, um, we got, now they got us a great hotel in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, oh this is great. This is great. So we used, uh, we stayed overnight in Tucson at a hotel. Nice little four points by Sheridan. Shout out, Starwood preferred guest member. Woo woo! Uh, so we stay in there, and uh, you know, it's uh, we got two beds. We weren't snuggled in one bed, you know, uh, spooning each other. Even though, you know, whatever. We never know road life. Uh, but you know, we go to bed because we're, we're exhausted. We get there at midnight. We wake up, and. Uh, I wake up, I'll say, to uh, the sound of, ah, 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 
<laughs> it was like a, a full like one to two minute just scream. But it wasn't like a terror scream. It was like it was falling down a hallway. It was something crazy. But it was enough to yell where I was like, what the heck? Like, what are you doing? I thought he was messing with me because it was such a pronounced, long... Oh! <laughs> it was like two minutes straight. I woke up. What happened? Oh, man, I had a bad dream. <laughs> I was like, well, guess what? I, I know because I'm up now, too. It's 6 a.m. But apparently something happened to his dog And then he called his ex-girlfriend Who was watching his dog That's a whole other story That could be a mini-series of podcasts About Brian, his ex-girlfriend, and their dog uh, Anyways, he calls her up and he says Is the dog okay? She goes, yeah, the dog is fine I'm mad at you though Because it's 6 in the morning Why are you calling me? We're not in a relationship anymore I don't know why I have your dog <laughs> Yeah, man, I had a bad dream, man. I had this dream that my dog, he was on this, like, uh, like, uh, he fell through, like, he fell, you know, like, he fell through this area, and then, uh, um, and then, uh, and then I had these cherries on me, and I was dropping cherries or something, and then I got covered in this, like, blanket thing, it was weird, you know how weird dreams are, man, I don't know what the hell that fucking dream meant, but. So if you're a psychologist, you know, Facebook message him, he's, he could use a session. <laughs> I think I could use more than one, <laughs> but one would be nice, one would be nice, at least, to get me started. You know what, if you're gonna do that, first look through and, uh. Have him take photos of inside his car. It looks like there's dead animals in here. And, uh, it's, it's all part of the story. Yeah, man. And it is rough having my uh, ex-girlfriend. I got the dog. I got the dog because one of my friends, she told me, I had just broken up with my ex-girlfriend. And uh, she said, man, you need a dog to get you over this. You need something something to love. I, I don't need no dog. Then she had a friend who had just rescued, found this dog that was running stray on the street. And then that girl brought the dog over to my place. Of course, I fell in love with the dog. Great dog. And then uh, one time, my ex-girlfriend, she came over, I don't know, to get something from my place or something. To, to harass me, basically. And uh, the dog was in my bed. The dog has really big ears, huge ears. She saw the dog in my bed, screams, thinks it's a rat. The dog starts following her around the apartment. He, like, instantly fell in love with her. Follows her around. And uh, then I moved to a place that doesn't allow pets or whatever, and I travel all the time. So, but I still sneak the dog into my apartment whenever I can. So it's kind of like I got joint custody of a dog that I had first. But uh, the dog has got got a good spot because she also has a cat. My dog goes crazy by himself, but if there's another animal there, he's okay. Remember the time the dog tore up the bathroom in oh my place? Oh God, he destroyed that bathroom. What ended up happening with that? Did they let you walk away from that? Just no, just not paying your deposit? Yeah, they kept my deposit and everything, but he fucking demolished that floor, dude. He was a little animal. That dog went to town. I mean, if 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 a tenant could destroy an apartment any more than you did to that apartment building. That sucks, because I actually like that. I like that place. I like that pit place better than the place I live now. I just went through. But I had to move out of that place because my ex, dude, she watched the dog. It was in August one year when I went home for my birthday. I said, okay, you can stay at my place to watch the dog. And she freaking never leaves my place. I had to move out of a place I was living in 
You had a good deal there too. I had a good deal. I was paying like, yeah, a good price, eight hundred for that area. It was awesome. That's unheard of in LA and Hollywood. I know some of his family and friends in Covington, Ohio, just fell off their chair. Eight hundred. You know, I mean, but in LA, that's nothing. Yeah, man. So, does anybody rent in Covington, Ohio? Everybody owns. Yeah, no, there's rentals there. They got like you know, but most most people have their own houses, you know, or or you know. But what, what's the, what's the rent in Covington, Ohio? Shit, maybe. I, I imagine around three, four hundred bucks, top max, probably five hundred. And that's giving you like a three bedroom apartment or something. Yes, I mean somewhere. Not, I mean a good house is seventy thousand. Good, like got a nice house, you know, like a. the house for yourself and then you have your family sleeps out on the street well yeah I mean I might go in that uh, <laughs> in that direction need be um, so yeah man yeah, yeah it's just a lot, lot you get a lot more for a lot less so we've been talking a lot about Bryanstown you know I've run this Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge I created it five and a half years ago it's a weekend film competition for people with disabilities Brian enters every year, pretty much. Maybe he missed one. Uh, but we've been talking a lot about Ohio because Brian did a film starring a hometown hero, Dennis Scooby Willoughby. And uh, he got more press in that weekend than Brian's had in the 16 years he's been in L.A. I know, that's sad but true. But, you know, also kind of awesome that you got, you got press for yourself, too. Look at this. You look him up. And, uh, you know, he, he was on KTLA, background guy on uh, the Oscars, uh, you know. He, uh, but, but he got a lot of press for himself and, uh, but, you know, spread awareness for this great film. Go see it. Go to disabilityfilmchallenge.com. Uh, look through news and you'll see about finalists and that you could watch that film. Or go to our YouTube, search YouTube. The number one fan. The number one fan. Or go to Brian's page or my page or yeah. just go anywhere and you'll see it. Yeah. Um, I feel like most of the people that are probably listening to this have probably hopefully seen it because I feel like everybody I know I've told to see it. But, uh, yeah. But, um, so, yeah. And then it's just, but this is like being on the road like this, man. It really like is, uh, to me, it's, it's one of my favorite things about being a comedian just to see the country like it is because man we got such a beautiful country that we live in and all the different parts and all the you know different people and you know at the core people are a lot the same but your your environment and the where and where you live does have a, a big um impact on you know just seeing the ways that different people dress and stuff like that you know i mean uh i just love it man i love being out on the road i love having you know, companion like Nick, we're out here, we're telling stories, you know, we're, we're constantly talking to one another about what can we do to improve our career, why are we at where we're at, you know, and we're, we're, you're never satisfied, like, you know, if I told myself seven years ago, dude, you're going to be going all over to these places, doing all these gigs, and getting paid, and traveling, and getting to do these, you know, getting to be on stage for an hour at a time, I, I would have loved it, but when you're there you you want more again you know it's it's you, you're never kind of 
you know, sometimes it's hard to be thankful for what you got. You know, that whether that's entertainment, whether that's not. Uh, right now, I'm thankful to not be driving and watching swine. It is so hot in the desert. My butt is stuck to the seat. My pants. It's got that, uh, you know, you got that sweat. That just desert sweat, you know. But it's also just going back to what you're saying. Something that you appreciate, you know. We're going there. We're, we'll be swimming in a pool in a couple hours. We're going to be performing in front of, uh, hopefully, a good crowd tonight. Uh, either way, it will be a crowd. Uh, and we'll be doing what we what we love in front of, in front of an audience. So what's better than that? Um, you know, we're, we're just lucky. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's definitely true, man. I, I count my blessings that I... That things, uh, you know, to, to have this, uh, to do this job, you know, which is, uh, you know, it's, 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 um, it's unpredictable. You know, our, our lives as comedians is, is unpredictable. I guess it is kind of like being a circus uh, performer in a lot of ways because, you know, you are, you know, you're on to the next spot. And, uh, you know, it can be scary at times not knowing where the next check is coming from and, you know, uh, you know, you don't have a 401k, you don't have health insurance, um, things like that. But you know, um, the I don't know. To me, the rewards of you know, I really, I guess, when I hear laughter, that is kind of like me feeling like I'm getting love. I, it's it's like just I it's I don't know. It's it's all been worth it, you know, and. Uh, people who know me for a long time know how, how how long it's taken and how bad I sucked when I started, man. God, dude, that alone is... I feel like if there was a most improved award, I would be up for that every fucking year. <laughs> That's good. You know? That's all you can ask for. You know, to be to be getting better and better at your craft or getting better whatever you do, you know? It's, uh, in life you want to be, you know, shooting forward, be forward thinking, getting ahead, be working harder towards your goals. So, my goal right now is to go swimming. Well, we're definitely going to do that, man. We're going to... I mean, I'm going to swim right with you today, dude. I'm going to be in there at... Uh, it's hot. Dude, it's hot out here, man. I don't know how these deserts uh, handle it. And, uh, but there ain't much people out here. It's only like the, the city areas. I mean, we got all this open road and it's like... You know, a lot of what we've seen reminds me of the textbooks when I was in school. You know, they'd sell you these pictures in the textbook or the cover of your, uh, you know, American history book would have these big mountains on it or whatever. And, uh, and uh, that's what it reminds me of, you know. And, uh, you know, and, and it's just really wild to see the different, you know, because back in the Midwest, you know, we got all flat. There's no mountains. And then, you know, obviously California, it's got mountains. It's got a little bit of every every shit. Now we're out in the, the mountains. And, you know, I was in Michigan last month, and they got the, all those lakes and stuff. You know, a lot of, it's just, uh, you know, it's just really cool. And, uh, and it's, it's great to to travel so I always tell people man any chance you get try to travel the best you can I know it's hard it's expensive so um, but uh, but man this drive has been great well luckily we're gonna make some money on it so we're gonna be okay but you know life is good man 
Yeah, buddy. So, that was a great podcast, man. We're about to 20 minutes. Now, listen, I'm still getting used to this Anchor app, so I, I hope the sound is good. There's some, you know, you do it straight from your phone, so I'm in the process of getting some equipment that might help me make uh, the sound on the podcast better. So, um, you know, but if you guys got any uh, any topics or any notes or anything that you would like uh, to be covered on this uh, on this podcast, please uh, let me know. You know, we're still in the baby stages of this, and uh, Nick's been my first guest, and uh, you know, it's been great, and uh, we just want to keep uh, keep uh, keep this going and uh, and keep making it uh, making it better, and uh, you know, uh, finding topics that are interesting to, to you guys. So. Um, with that being said, uh, we're going to close this one out. Hey, Nick, let the audience know what time it is. Swine time.